0: Alabama versus Michigan in the college football playoffs. Why and how can Alabama knock off the Wolverines? Jalen Milrow, the X factor, JJ McCarthy. Can he become QB three? We'll answer all these questions coming up next. You are locked on NFL draft. Your daily podcast covering the NFL draft. Part of the
1: locked on podcast network, your team every day.
0: What's up, Locked On fans? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen every single day. And shout out for being our every single dayers, man. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout. And senior draft analyst. I got to kick this introduction over to my guy, Mr. LSU himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on X at the Talent Code. Can you talk to him, baby.
1: What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, man, the other side to this dynamic duo that we call the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, man, where we talk everything college football. We talk everything NFL football, and like we like to say, man, it all starts with the NFL draft, man. We talk draft rosters, draft strategies, right, draft management. How do you how do you draft, right? And we break everything down, man, and we have a good time doing it. And DP, today's show, man, this is an Alabama versus Michigan. This is a pre-show, right? Like what we're going through and we're talking about What's going to go down in these games, right? What offensive prospects we're talking about? Which defensive prospects are we talking about? And then we're going to wrap this thing up with the X factors for the game. So, DB, before we get that started, man, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor?
0: This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash locked on NFL and use the code, all lowercase, locked on NFL, for a first deposit match up to $100. Offensive Prospects, Keith, and I want to start on the Alabama side of things, right? Uh-huh. And, and Keith, I want to start in the trenches, JC Latham, and I think this is a big statement game for him at his 2024 NFL draft stock because he's what for a lot of people he's kind of consensus. He's running that OT three, OT four right now. He's a predominant right tackle, right? We saw uh-huh. Darnell Wright go top ten to the Chicago Bears in twenty in the 2023 NFL draft. Michigan's going to throw a lot of different edge rushers his way. And I think that's going to give him like, you're going to see speed. You're going to see power. You're going to see dip and bend. You're going to see a lot of different things, right? When, when you think about dealing with Jalen Harrell, uh, you know, Jalen Harrell, uh, Josiah Stewart, the transfer from coastal Carolina, you oh, know, coach, Braden yeah. McGregor. I think JC Latham has a shot to really solidify his place in the 2024 offensive tackle draft class, his strength, um, you know, I think, I think a misnomer, Keith, and you correct me if I'm wrong. People look at him and they see the big frame. They see the the, the, the weight when you look him up on, on ESPN or on the school website. You know what I mean? And, and you say, man, he's, what, 300, what, 30, 40 pounds? And, and you're like, man, I, does he have the foot speed, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think his foot speed's fine. I think his foot speed is good enough to cut, you know, guys off at the apex of their rush, right? 366, you know, J.C. Latham. From Alabama, six six three sixty. Right, I think his foot speed is good. Keith, you tell me if I'm wrong. I, you know, I'll take it. But I feel like his foot speed is is more than adequate to get out quickly and meet guys at the top of their rush.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think this. I think you can consider him. I would say he's athletic, right? Especially if he's listed at three hundred and sixty pounds. I would say he's an athletic guy. Um, I thought he had. I thought he had good feet. DP. I think you brought up. The, the, the misnomer, right, because he's heavy. I think the other thing he's, he's going to have to show, well, he's going to have to dispel, right, and, and it's unfortunate, but – and I think it's irresponsible at times just to kind of project one player's situation onto another player, but with Evan Neal and Evan Neal's struggle, right, everybody's going to say, like, you know, everybody's going to do the simple thing, right, and say, oh, another Alabama offensive tackle, um, you know, Evan Neal struggles, so this guy's going to struggle too, and I think that's irresponsible and it's not fair to – um to him, right when you, when you look at him as a prospect, so I definitely want. I'm I'm definitely going to be checking out J.C. Latham to see how it goes. But D.P. Another guy you talk about offensive weapons for Alabama, right? The guy I'm checking for is Jermaine Burton. He'll yep. be at the Senior Bowl, right? Former five star young man. He played at Georgia, transferred, right? Had a had a, a a I wouldn't. It was not a good year last year, right? He didn't have a good le- year last year. This year, in a weird way, right, it wasn't Bryce Young, but Jalen Lemiro. he's a little bit more consistent. Maybe the pressure was off, right? I have no idea why this year he, he produced a, on a higher level, right? Um, but I'm looking for Jermaine Burton, DP, and I'm looking for certain aspects, right? I'm just looking for him, ability to get open, be the number one wide receiver, make plays, right? Because this is a guy I believe that I think his athleticism, I think he's a plus athlete. I don't know if he's a high-level athlete, right? I don't, I don't know if he's a four 4'3", um, low 4-4 type of guy, right? But if he can run a 4-5, right, and then show that he has inside-outside versatility, run good routes, and make key plays, can he position himself, right, to be at the top of the fourth round, third round conversation, right? And now you're talking about being a top 100 pick and then coming out of nowhere because, D.P., when is the last time, and outside of Jermaine Burton, right, I'm going to challenge people, with some more Alabama wide receivers, right? Well, Alabama weapons, period, right? And, and when is the last time we've had to ask that conversation, right? We're talking about they've had wide receivers that went top five, top ten, top five, top ten, When the highest, right? Like consistent production from the wide receiver level. So I'm definitely looking at Jermaine Burton to be that guy that carried his wide receiver.
0: No, 100%. I, I like that call out, Keith, especially – and and what I love about Jermaine Burton, if we see the speed, the athleticism, but for a receiver that has that is listed at six foot even, 195 pounds, he attacks the ball at the highest point. I love his body control, his spatial awareness and field awareness. Where if he's on the sideline, he know, like he got he kind of has some proness already, some pro qualities to his game mm-hmm. in terms of you see him on the sideline. And that, you know, Nate Burleson, the toe drag swag, he get you know, college is only one foot. He'll get two feet down like a pro uh, NFL wide receiver. So I appreciate that uh, when it comes down to him, Keith. But also, you know, I, I think the run game is going to be big for Bama, right? And I think it's both two both guys. Both of them I think are listed as senior. Jace at the running back position. Jason McClellan listed at 5'11", like 212, 215 pounds. Uh, a guy that I think has good footwork. Uh, He can run hard. You know, he was kind of the downhill threat last year compared to, you know, paired with, um, you know, Jameer Gibbs, who was just a do-it-all, just kind of chess piece for their offense. He was the guy that, you know, they ran him into the, you know, short yardage, you know, situation, stuff like that. But he shows, for for NFL teams and NFL fans that are looking to upgrade their, their, you know, add more pieces to their running game, I think he's a guy that you definitely got to keep an eye on. I think he's scheme versatile. He can run zone, but he also run between the tackles as well. Like I said, I see footwork, I see patience, I do see vision, and he had a much better season this year. And then, of course, the senior uh, running back, Roy Dale Williams, this is 5'11", 214 pounds. This is another NFL build uh, in terms of the body type. And I think this young man also, quick feet, he can get downhill and run physical, but he does show open field speed as well. I, I think both of these guys, right, both of these guys will be very paramount in terms of helping this offense stay ahead of the chains, but also stay where they need to be. But Keith, real quick, like, well, not even real quick, cause we still got, we still got time, we still got time. Keith, Michigan, and you know, I'm, I'm I've what We we both have watched like Cornelius Johnson. I'm gonna tell you the two guys that that I am sticking with, and that's granted one of them he's not a draftable prospect. I don't think he's draftable yet. Colston Loveland, the tight end, and then AJ Barner, the other tight. end. AJ Barner is draft eligible. He's a senior. He's not going back. This offense, passing game-wise, is ran more so through the tight ends, Keith. Like, Roman Wilson, as we all know, we watch him. He's been kind of wide receiver one. He's their big play guy. But it's the tight ends that Bama has to look out for in this game to try and make J.J. McCarthy uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go. I, I like that call out. And I like I like you mentioning Roman Wilson, right? Because he has the opportunity to to just make some big plays, right? And let's see what happens. But I'm DP. I'm gonna just go back to the running back position and I, the obvious answer, right? I'm gonna go with not JJ McCarthy, Blake Corum. DP. I'm gonna go with Blake Corum. Like I, I think this is a this is a a, a game for him. As much as he's already proven being one of the best players to come through Michigan, right? Most productive running backs to ever come through Michigan. I think it's still a proven game for him because of the the height. Concerns, right? And then now you're playing the SCC right? And then that's going to be that conversation. And listen, go get you hundred yards. Right, go get you hundred plus yards. Run, run through somebody's face, right? Show that you're physical. I can do this to any team y'all line up against me. Um, and make some things happen. So I'm gonna look at Blake Corum also as a guy because I, I like him. Um, just as a football player, right? That, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's going to be any elite testing or any elite measurements, right, going on, but. I like him just as a football player, and I want him to go out there and just play football. So that I think that what wraps up the offensive prospects for Alabama, for Michigan. What we're doing coming up next, man, we're going to talk about these defensive prospects, right? There are a lot of defensive guys, especially the Michigan side of the football. Alabama has a lot of names that people don't know about, but, man, they're really going to um, show well in this game and then also as we go through this draft process. So let's get into these defensive prospects coming up next.
0: Today's episode of Locked On NFL Drafts brought to you by Prize Picks. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. A league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a a 10.5 point combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. Do you want to play alongside some of Prospect's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and or comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prospect community each and every week. This Sunday on Prospects, I'm taking Geno Smith versus the Pittsburgh Steelers for more than or over 230.5 pass yards. So guys, what you need to do is very simple. Go to pridespeaks.com slash NFL and use the code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We started with Bama for offense, Keith, but let's flip to Michigan for defense. And we talked about the run game being pivotal for, for, for Bama, right? Jalen Milrow is a big part of that. I'm looking at the interior defensive line. Chris Jenkins. NFL bloodlines his father played in the league he's a senior right from Michigan a guy that is that is listed at six foot three 305 pounds he's a very difficult body to move at the point of attack he's strong he knows how to use his arm length and his wingspan he will stack guys hold up at the point of attack and then displace offensive linemen and shed them and, and flashes colors to the running back right so he knows how to uh, kind of be a stop gap guy, a guy that can plug multiple gaps. He can play two. He can two-gap. He can single-gap. He can do a lot of different things. And then he can also give you some pass rush where he can kind of flatten and, and cl- collapse that pocket in the middle right into the face of the quarterback. And Jalen Milroe, being a guy that is a powerful, explosive, dynamic runner, like I think that's going to be big on those third downs because when you got have a guy like Chris Jenkins that can cl- collapse the pocket, you know, enough. To where, when Jalen Milrow thinks he sees that interior lane opening, you have a guy that knows how to quickly. All uh, right, he he locates the ball carrier, but he can quickly shed and get to that gap before uh, you know Jalen Miller is able, him or the running backs are able to hit it. So I, I think that he's going to be one of the most important pieces, Keith. But Jalen Jalen Harrell, the edge rusher, I think he's to me he's probably the most athletic and most agile in terms of being able to dip and bend. I think he's got good arm length. appears to be like that on tape. And I, I, I'm looking for that matchup when he sees J.C. Latham, right? Because he'll flip sides and everything. But when he sees Latham, because that's the type of guy that people are going to be worried about a little bit when it comes down to Latham. Can he get out, right? Can Jalen Harrell stress him with that first step quickness, his explosiveness? Can he stress him and pull him out there to be able to open up the inside the inside counters, man?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look at and talk about the linebacker position, right? Another hybrid guy on that Michigan front, and that's linebacker junior Coulson for Michigan, right? I'm gonna be looking at him because this this is a guy that plays in you know inside linebacker, plays middle linebacker, but he's also a guy that they put on the edge. But when you look at it, DP from the perspective of you've seen multiple teams, right? And especially the last game we not the well the last two games we played Georgia and Auburn that Alabama played, right? People keep a spy, right? And I want I wonder. If he's going to be that spy candidate for this Michigan defense, right, because he is an athletic guy, he has really good length. I know at one point he was playing with a club on his hand, right? I think he broke his wrist.
0: think he might still be with that club, but yeah, and I I wonder how to.
1: Yeah, and I wonder how that's going to affect them, right? Because you you're going to want to have it all when you're trying to tackle Jalen Milroe, especially in the open field. So that's what I'm looking for. Michigan defense, obviously, you know they still have safety Rod Moore, right? Who can walk down in the box, play a little bit of nickel, play the high safety. Uh, you know, wants to come down and tackle. But DP, when you get to this Alabama side, I talked about well, it. Hold on,
0: real quick, Keith, okay. Well, go I, ahead. I, who you I, have? I got uh, this. Is uh, you can call him an a, a, a X factor? But Mike Senstrill, the 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 receiver converted the corner who plays nickel. He's going to be big for them. Like He's going to be big for Bama because you're going to see number 17 in the slot. Not not Jalen Waddle. He's in Miami. You know what I mean? Uh, But Isaiah Bond, who has really created a a, a strong bond, no pun intended, with Jalen Miro in the passing game. So Mike is going to have his hands full because if you can't – if you you put Will Johnson, who's not eligible yet, guys, but Stud, you know what I mean, Stud Corner, you put Will Johnson on – Jermaine Burton. Right. But if you do that, but you don't have if you can't contain Isaiah Bond, this Bama passing game is still going to be able to flow. So I wanted to give uh, I want to highlight this young man because he plays off. He plays uh, kind of tight, man. He's got good footwork and he knows how to play receiver and he uses that to his advantage.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. And it's like you said, you pair him, Rod Moore, Will Johnson. That's a good defensive back group, right? And that's something that in the past, Michigan has, has had like one guy, right, that stood out but to have three, four guys along that along that defensive backfield. um, Should, should show well for those guys. The DP, let's transition to the Alabama side, right? When you're talking about defensive prospects, man. And – I'm going to start with the corners, DP. I'm going to start exactly where we left off with of Michigan. I'm going to talk about talk about the defensive backs and Kool-Aid McKinstry, right? But I want to highlight one guy who's probably been one of the biggest risers from the summer to now, and that is cornerback Terion Arnold, man, a guy that came into Bama high school. He was a five-star safety, right? Made the transition last year to corner, and it was just details, right? Just technique things that um, needed to be improved on, but you kind of seen the athleticism, and he had the athletic ability to do it, right? he's got it done right he's worked he's worked in the offseason gotten everything done and can, and will i say this i've watched plenty of alabama games this year right both live and on tape um and I think he's playing just as well as Kool Aid McKinstry. So, what that means for his draft stock, right? Like, you you can elevate him and then the potential to have two lockdown corners or two guys that you can play press man defense with, right? I think it'll be very interesting. So, I wanted to highlight Terry on Arnold, um, the other corner, right? The corner that nobody really talks about a lot. But I think he's going to drum up a lot of conversation once we get into the draft process.
0: No, 100%, Keith. And I love that. I think, you know, another part of that secondary that's going to be big for me. He's kind of one of my risers, uh, you know, just kind of watching tape and especially that that the SEC championship games where I really, like, he really kind of popped to me was their corner slash safety Trey Amos, Trey Amos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know what I mean? Physical dude. He's a one around 197 200 pounds and i think when you when you look at michigan offense how it runs through those tight ends you need somebody with long arms that's willing to be a physical be aggressive at the line of scrimmage to kind of try to tear some of the quick stuff in the passing game he can do and, and not only that but he can also match up with Co- cornelius johnson he's got the 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 size of physicality and i think the, the functional play strength for that as well because I, I go into the trenches and I think about, you know, when you look at the run defense, we, you talked about it with Blake Corum and everything. I, I, I You look at, um, I think it's what Tim Smith, who's the senior, 6'4", yep. 302. You know, uh, Justin, oh, I cannot pronounce Egg his Bo- last name. Egg
1: Boyby. Egg Boyby. Yeah, We're going to roll with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's roll with that. You know what I mean? He's heading, I believe he's heading down to the senior bowl, right? Yeah, so, is, you know, 6'5", 295. These guys are going to be so pivotal to hold up at the point of attack against this offensive line that can be physical, that can move bodies off the line of scrimmage. You got to hold up in this game. And, and, and Keith, because if you hold up, if those guys hold up right and they force J.J. McCarthy in the third and sevens, third and eights, even some third and sixes, Keith, where, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you have to pass it. You know where I'm going next. That You unleash the dogs then. You you let Dallas Turner, right, the edge rusher Dallas Turner, you let Chris Braswell, you let those guys, right, off the chain. You let those dogs off their leash, and you let them go and go quarterback hunting. Dallas Turner at 6'4", 242, explosive, dynamic edge rusher, and one of those guys that's probably going to be a first-round pick. And then Chris Braswell is a much bigger guy, 6'3", 255. He's also got a a nice first-step uh as well but he's a, he's a little bit more power than what Dallas Turner is going to bring so I think that's going to be big if they get that defensive line um can hold up at the point of attack Keith and allow uh you know to be able to put them in good situations I think that's going to be big and then also Malachi Moore man the, who plays the star position that nickel that's the guy teams try to pick on Keith they try to stay away from Terry on and Koulin yep. McKissie and for good reason. But Malachi is going to be pivotal because if they start moving Roman Wilson into the slot, right. Or Cornelius Johnson, like I, I expect them to try and isolate him and try and take some deep shots.
1: Yep. Not nah, similar to what LSU did, right. Try to try <laughs> to target him, uh, especially like you're talking about, like putting wide receivers in the slot. He'll be in the middle of the field and, and trying to, um, I guess, project some matchups right in and be able to move the ball down the field or take explosive play. But, DP, let's keep it going, right, man? We're on to what is simple, man. Who's going to win the game, right? We talked, about the, we talked about the NFL draft prospects both offensively and defensively. Now it's time to talk about who's the X factors and simply who's going to win the game. So stay tuned because here comes our game picks.
0: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Guys, LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professional's for your team, faster and for free. Okay, LinkedIn is not just another job board, all right? LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hours. All right. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats, so many hats, and they might not have the time or the resources to hire with just their own. So, guys, understand this. And it's very simple. Listen, thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. X Factors, Keith. And we can give one for both teams. For me, Alabama's X factor is Isaiah Bond. Talked about him earlier. The sophomore wide receiver who plays a lot in the slot. And I keep saying every time I see 17 catching the football, it brings me back to those memories of Jalen Waddle in in, in that crimson jersey, man. And I think Isaiah Bond, the way he – and we saw the way how he kind of finished the season, nice, strong finish to the season. Michigan's going to have to limit him. Because typically the slot receiver, you got the over routes, the change of direction routes, whip routes, quick slants, mesh concepts, stuff like that. This young man tracks the ball well. He's got good hands. And he's just shown toughness this year. All right? You know what I mean? And I think with this this offense is battle-tested after everything they went through, changing quarterbacks and all that. Jalen Milrow is going to look Isaiah Bond's way quite a bit if he sees a matchup he likes. Like I said, Mike Sinstrell, will see him more than likely in that nickel spot in the, in the slot one-on-one. My offensive X or my X factor for Bama is going to be uh, Isaiah Bond, but my X factor from Michigan, Keith. And it's like, man, like, you know, it's, it's a lot of different pieces, a lot of different guys I can pull from. I'm gonna pick a unit. It's the offensive line. Keith, the Darius, the uh, uh, Darius Henderson, Trevor Keegan. Uh, I think Drake Nugent, uh, Trent Jones, Carson Barnhart, because I think, uh, I forget the, the right guard's name, but he got hurt against Ohio State. Uh, you know, um, like.
1: Zach, not Zach Zinner, right? No, Yeah, not, I think not, it was Zach Zinner. I think yeah, he, yeah, Zach, Zach
0: went down um, and everything. But this offensive line, that's the X factor for Michigan, because if you can't run the ball and you put yourself in those not so favorable passing situations where you got to worry about Chris Braswell and 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 Dallas Turner or Malachi Moore off the edge or if they blitz you know Caleb Downs or they start trying to send pressure and heating up you think Nick Saban didn't watch the tape from that uh, ETCU game you know what I mean I know it was a year ago but it, you know if you don't think that that Nick Saban didn't watch that game to see how did they rattle JJ McCarthy early to get the pick six to get you know turnovers and bad throws if you know what I'm saying Nick Saban watched that their defensive team watched that. And they're going to look at it, especially how, listen, Dallas Turner, they watched, they watched Chop Robinson, you know, and basically make them say, you know what, I'm. we're not throwing it for the whole second half. We're going to run every single play to close this game out. So they that offensive line is going to be pivotal. You got to protect. You got to get the run game going, right? Stay in favor down the distances. But you have to protect J.J. McCarthy. He can protect himself with his legs because he's athletic, but Keith, if this offensive line starts leaking like a damn about to break and let the flood through, this game could get ugly.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with you know what my game picks, I mean not my game picks, I'm sorry, my X Factors. I'm gonna be fairly simple. I'm picking the quarterbacks on both sides. Reason why J, like in in, in in what I'm saying is, is that JJ McCarthy, right? You just talked about this Alabama defensive line. They're not getting through this game, talking about Michigan um without having to pass the football, right? I don't I don't right. think this is a penn state situation because Alabama's offense can get to 20 points, right? Penn State offense was capped at 12, 13 points. They wasn't getting the 20, 25 points. Alabama's offense can get to that. So you're going to have to keep up the pace. This is this won't be a, a, a run the ball 40, 50 times. You're going to have to move the ball down the field, and J.J. McCarthy is going to have to play a key piece in that. Now you talk about Jalen Mill, right? I expect the same thing, right? That I don't know if you're going to be established to run like that. And Jason McClellan, listen, good running back, right? But will he have the ability for explosive plays through the run game? I'm not sure about that, DP. I don't know if I see that through his skill set, right? So I picked Jalen Mirrors because I think we've seen him in opportunities. You're talking about the Texas game, right? Which they lost, but then finishing out the Auburn game and trying to see where the maturation process for his game and high-level moments, right, being able to slow things down because I think this game will be like a heavyweight fight, right, and not a Mike Tyson heavyweight fight where they just come in and knock each other out in 30 seconds, right? I think it's a heavyweight fight in the sense of the fact of that first half is going to be tightly contested, right? So they're going to kind of be going back and forth, trying to fill each other out, right? Throwing jabs, throwing a couple of hooks here, figure out what's going on. And then I think in the second half, right? Second half adjustments and moving into the second half, I think that's when you're going to try to see, I think both teams are going to decide to put the ball in their quarterback hands. And it's going to come down to who's simply going to make a play. But DP, I set it up, right? I set it up. It's going to come down to who makes a play. Now we're talking about game picks, DP. And I'm going to go ahead and pick, I think Alabama. Ah, you know what, DP? Yeah, I think Alabama. I think Alabama is going because I almost went to Michigan, right? In matter of fact, I'm I'm going against. Am I going against my national championship pick? I am, DP. I am because we pick. I picked Michigan to win it all. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. I don't know if I love this matchup for michigan and and if you're michigan you're probably feeling like this is not fair right um but (laughs) i'm gonna go with bama to win this game dp i'm gonna go to them to win this game i think it's probably going to be a a 27 to 20 type of game
0: keith i'm going to get i'm pretty sure. did i pick michigan as well i think i might have picked michigan
1: as well we We both both did michigan to win the national championship
0: You you said it's gonna be a heavyweight fight, and I agree. It's gonna be like you said, and I I love how you broke it down. Like they're gonna do a lot of jabs and you know, just trying to feel it out. The first six rounds of this 12-round fight, it's gonna be a lot of the 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 casual fan to be like, I don't know if I like this game. Mm -hmm. Second half, then you're gonna start seeing them haymakers throwing, like, you know what, I gotta get points, baby. And and it's gonna be haymaker, body blow, hook shot, like it's gonna be a lot of heavy punches thrown from both teams. I'm gonna go against my preseason pick as well. I'm going against Bama. I, I'm, I'm taking Bama. I think Bama is just not the, – the physicality, the style of play on both sides of the ball, it's just not a great match. It's not the, the advent, advantageous matchup that Michigan has had all season. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you talked about with Bama being able to score 20 to 25 points. Michigan – even. No,
1: because I, 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 I brought up the Penn State example, right? But even Ohio State, even Ohio State with Kyle McCoy, right? You knew that that thing was capped, right? And I yes. think Jalen even with all was,
0: the weapons, you knew it was capped.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jalen Milrow is going to provide a different element at the quarterback position that they haven't seen. So I'm going to expect them to be able to score more points.
0: 100%. I think Michigan just, they don't open the passing game enough to trust it when you have to. You know what I mean? I always always talk about it like, yeah, it's cool to shoot threes in the NBA. It's cool to shoot threes in basketball, Keith. But when I hit that two-three zone and force you to shoot threes, now you're shooting out of rhythm. It ain't no dribble, drive, penetration, kick out to Steph Curry or kick out to Klay Thompson. It's we can't get to the paint, so we got to shoot the three, and you're not shooting in thin rhythm. And I think that's how I view it with this situation with Michigan. They want to run the ball. They will throw off the play action, different things like that. But when you force them to throw, when you force J.J. McCarthy to drop back, he just does not have enough substantiated reps, right? Enough enough good reps to where you just feel like, man, against this secondary? Against this secondary? No, I don't like yeah. it at all, Keith. I'm going Bama. I think it's kind of a – I'm going 30 – I think it'll make it – I think it's a close game. I say 30-24. I say 30-24. They win by a touchdown.
1: Yeah, and look, I'll be more than happy, DP, if they let J.J. McCarty throw the ball 30, 35 times, right?
0: As an evaluators, us, I want it, Keith. That's, that's what I'm about
1: to say. Give I the it. to figure this thing out, right? Is he quarterback eight or is he quarterback three, right, and, and, and allow us to figure this thing out? But DP, man, I'll tell you what we figured out, man, that it is draft season, and we are rolling right now, man. I want to say shout-out to our everydayers, man. Thank you for tapping in with us each and every single day, man. If you haven't hit the like button, go hit the like button, man. If you haven't commented, go ahead and drop a comment if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. That thing is taking off. It is draft season. Everybody's liking, everybody's commenting, everybody's talking in the videos. So make sure you hop in there too and give you a draft taste. But man, I am Keith Sanchez, man. You can find me on X at the Talent Code. That is my co-host right there, Mr. DP, Damian Parson. You can find him on X at DP underscore NFL. And like we always like to say, man, y'all come talk to us because we like to talk back.
0: Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. podcast. Get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Lockdown On NFL Draft your first listen today and every single day. Shout out for being our everydayers. Listen, guys, we have Texas versus Washington college football playoff preview and prospects on the offensive, defensive, and uh, the X-Factors and game picks on tomorrow's show. So come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.